Advice and opinions given on the Sedated Therapist podcast is intended for educational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for treatment or consultation with a mental health professional. What about your friends? Yeah, they you now. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Hey, friends. Hey. <laughs> hey, friends. We're back with an, um, another. Ooh. We're back with another. From outer space. Oh. Oh, something, something. something Amy's feeling something. it Look this afternoon. All right. This is the second to last episode of our first season of the yeah, Sedated yeah. Therapist. Yeah. I hope you guys have been along for the ride. If you're not, what you doing? Wait, I didn't even ask you last episode what you doing. So this episode, what you doing, what you been doing? Because if it wasn't this to the distance, you're doing the wrong thing. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. And that's yeah. that on that, Jack. Mm-hmm. So. So. How you doing? I'm doing good, friend. How you doing today? Let me shit. Shit, shit. Let me check. I'm feeling real humble. Why? Real bumble. No, you shouldn't okay. be humble. For what? <laughs> <laughs> humble for what, bitches? Um, I'm feeling content. Just kind of chill and I'm in the space, neither here nor there, not worried nor overzealous or super enthusiastic about things. I mean, I am happy. <laughs> Bliss. Cause she rich. No street. Cause she rich. Uh. <laughs> Y'all know Amanda from the South Side. We can move along. Anyway, introducing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to the Sedated Therapist Podcast. <laughs> we are your host. Yeah. I am Dr. Amanda Nicholson, LMFT, Alphabet, Alphabet, Alphabet. <laughs> um, and I. <laughs> I specialize in sex therapy, so I work with couples, I work with individuals, but mainly my focus is black women and their spirituality and their sexuality. And here with me, I have the amazing, the rich bitch of them all. Um, I'm running out of things to say. Um, Just all the positive words you can think about your friend. She is here with me. This is Miss Amy Gaskin, LMFT. No alphabet soup at the end, okay? Um, <laughs> oh, man. And I specialize in anxiety and self-esteem. Um, and that's that on that, Jack. Okay? Okay. So, all right, Ashley, how you doing? So, let's move along. Did you? I did. You said good. I did? I was listening. Oh, well, I guess I'm good. Unless you got an update. No, I just don't remember. (laughs) I remember I said, and I threw my hand up and I said, how you doing? Oh, I guess I said good. I guess I'm good. And I guess we good to go. Moving right along. Moving right along. So we trucking. So... So can we finish our conversation we were having before we started recording? What? About these new rappers. Okay, continue. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, y'all, we just found out that... (laughs) NBA stands for... (laughs) Never broke again, young boy. And we have some questions. Why does that go together? I, I don't know. 
you know, I I miss when the rap names were simple, like mystical, juvenile, Birdman, Lil Bow Wow, Lil Romeo, Snoop Dogg. They were just so simple, and now we have to figure out what the acronyms are, mix them around, wonder why. Everybody a baby. Everybody. We got a little baby, the baby. A baby. Is there another baby? Ain't somebody else got baby? There's three in babies. Name? What's the other baby? I don't know. Isn't there three? The baby, little baby. Baby. Hot oh, boy. Yeah. We got <laughs> the original. Yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about. Wait, was he part of the Hot Boys? Ooh, let's back that up. We not sure. No, he not a Hot Boy. He wasn't a Hot Boy. I need a hot girl. No, he won. Uh, the man. Oh, no, no, no. He was before them. Yeah. No. It's like Baby was like. He, he ain't no rapper. What? I mean, he is a rapper, but I mean, come on. He more like a Lil John rapper to me. Ooh. Not that it's bad. I'm oh, just I'm saying like, like more like hype man, more like managerial, more like produce. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want trying to be disrespectful. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not being disrespectful. We end up in the shade room. Right. Y'all got all the comments. <laughs> Make sure you follow Ham Happy Accidents Media. Okay. <laughs> if you gonna be there. All right. Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but we were just talking about how how we got there was um Amy made made up came in with a great point about from a conversation she was having with somebody else about how dances and all these things are no longer regional yeah as they used to be how it used to take time for things to reach different places yeah um, and I thought that was very interesting because like with TikTok and all these different things it's so easy to have access to music yep. and everything is so instant yep. now and I think that's how we have all the babies yeah, out here, and it's easy to get confused with who's, who's who and what's who's what. who and what's. Yeah, what. but I'm still tripping off of "Never Been Broke Again," young boy. Never been broke. Broke. Again. That's not NBA. This MBBA. My bad. See, this is why it's confusing. Never broke again. Yeah, <laughs> young boy. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, it was a good conversation. That's um, a new friend, actually. Um, Porch Light Funk. Shout out to Porch Light Funk. Um, but that's came from, you know, that conversation. It was kind of cool, though. Um, yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Dust that on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so today, yeah. we are going to talk about experiences and relationships. Yeah. Um, so by the time this airs it would have been some months or a month or two since this happened so keeping up with the kardashians their final season aired this year Mm -hmm. um and as we know kim and kanye are getting a divorce Mm -hmm. um and they're probably in the thick of it by now Mm -hmm. when we get to this episode Mm. Uh uh-huh so um a clip was on social media of Kim talking to her mom about how 
in her next relationship, she doesn't want all the extravagance and she wants more of those small moments with her partner. And she mm-hmm. said that she appreciates having all those experiences with Kanye. But when she really stepped back and really thought about, I guess, reflected on their relationship, she realized they didn't have those little pockets of like happiness, almost those small moments of time that they were spending together. Mm-hmm. And an example that she used was how Chloe and Tristan, not saying that they are a good couple to look up to, but Chloe and Tristan, um, they get up every morning, they work out together, and they have like things they do together as a couple mm-hmm. that are small and aren't based off extravagance and opulence and different things like that. And that got me to thinking how in relationships, sometimes we miss out on those small moments of happiness and those small little things that we can do to connect with our partners that don't have anything to do with money or big gifts and different things like that. Yeah. And when you um, brought that up, what came to mind is um, high value moments. Mm-hmm. Um, values, if you was listening to the last. Oh, homework. Episode. Wait a minute. Pause. You're right. Homework review. Rewind. Can we get like a rewind time? Okay. All right. So let's <laughs> check in about the homework and then. We'll, then we can move on. So. Yeah. Homework, y'all. We were talking about boundaries last episode. And if you was not listening, I don't know what you was doing. Besides not listening. Um, so we talked about boundaries, situational boundaries. And um, your homework was to um, assess your boundaries, check out your values. If you didn't have any, maybe you should uh, identify with some. And then to put into practice, so not just assess, do put into practice and choose one of those um, boundaries to practice. Um, one that you had dropped the ball on, not necessarily a new one you could have if you were going for the gusto, but picking one up that you maybe you dropped by the wayside and seeing how that goes. Um, and with a little bonus of both personal and professional from the Zaksa Amanda Nicholson alphabet. And so um, yeah, I hope you all were able to kind of put that, put that little boundary practice. I hope you have some good results or at least, and, and to me, good results is something that you can take back and do something with because you actually practice it. Um, good results can be something positive that came out of it. It can be something that was challenging that came out of it. And now that you see it, you might adjust your boundary. You might adjust with a person. You might, um, recreate, you might hold stronger to that um, boundary. So hopefully you got something out of that assignment. Uh, anything you would add? No, I think we can fast forward to where we were. So where were high, value moments. high value moments. <laughs> this is my bitch. This my best friend. That's such a cute song. Yeah, it is. Um... So high value moments, like we, there are moments that, like you said, that aren't about extravagance, but it's about um, the showing up, the quality time, uh, a little gift um, that was like an act of service. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know where I mean, you know where I'm going. <laughs> but um, 
what was interesting is that her from her she grabbed those perspectives um <laughs> from being the third wheel in their world mm-hmm. at the time and just being able to see like wow you know I'm enjoying watching them have this and it doesn't cost a thing it, it doesn't cost a thing that's money wise mm-hmm. it costs you being intentional it costs love it costs um time and those are things that she identify that you can't get when you're in two different states or whatever but i think that sometimes maybe we tell me what you think that when we walk into relationships do we walk in there knowing what our high value moments are as well as the extravagant things that we want to do um with our partners um i think we mm. i think we have an idea but as we grow those things change Right. So when we think about when I think about like earlier in their relationship, for example, like what Kanye came in and did is he bought her a whole new wardrobe. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, Let's just add a little note here that uh, these are all great things that were appreciated. And if you feel it in your soul and in your heart (laughs) down to your baby toe or your Woman or man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or partner. Or partner. Please do. Buy out the closet. Okay. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> that is, to me, that's extravagant to oh, get somebody an entirely different, new, yeah. brand new wardrobe, and you thinking about how their relationship started. Yep. Right? And it started on those extravagant moments and not really, and I don't know, because I'm assuming here, of okay. course. Um, so she did say assuming, so yeah, don't run with it. I'm assuming here that there weren't many small moments, mm-hmm. right? So maybe, like, for me, something that I like that my partner does for me is um, if I haven't made it home at the time I'm supposed to be home from work, he calls and says, hey, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm on my way home. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I get home and the porch light is on. <laughs> right? So that's... <laughs> the, Andrew. Por- <laughs> the porch light and the hallway light when I'm coming in the house is on yeah. for me, right? So I'm not walking into a dark house yeah. or anything like that. And the way that she presented it was that, you know, there aren't a lot of those moments Mm -hmm. for them that she can say, oh, we do these things together that we both like. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about how she didn't have a problem traveling around from state to state with Kanye, doing all these things to support him and what he was doing. Um, But then she realize that um if i'm remembering the clip correctly she kind of realized like she wanted more mm-hmm. so it didn't sound like there was a lot of focus on them as a couple yeah um but they were living separate lives it sounds like and yeah. the extravagance kind of filled in those gaps. yeah yeah hmm. i think it's safe to assume that although you have money it don't buy the happiness or love or the love. It can overshadow. It can. 
I, we all need those things that feed and fill our um, love tank. And love tank? Yeah, that fill our love tank. And sometimes you can dump this big, uh, this big gesture into my love tank. But what about more than a few? What about the crevices that actually need a little bit of love as well? Mm. Like, does that big gesture really fill up the space or is it, is it protein? I've been working out. Is it protein or is this like, what's something that just kind of. To fill you till you get to your next whole Yeah. Is this thing fiber? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Does it have, does it have value? Does it have. Substance. Yeah. Substance. And now when I did think about is that, so just to go back to like buying out the closet, like I'm sure that is something that Kim loved because she's into fashion. And so it's not to say that those things do not have importance or do, do not have a home. So I am still saying that it can fill the love tank, but, um, and I also, I, you would, we would have to say through growth, you find out what more of what you need. Um, and when you do that to be able to express it and see if each person can follow through and find, uh, how to meet that need. I think that like, that's important. It's so why we always have to like access where we are. And when you find out that you're no longer getting something, I think it's okay to walk away. You, you're finding out that your values are changing. You're finding out that your needs are different. Um, and it can be hurtful, but if your partner can't do that anymore, you start the process of the walk away. Right. You know, I mean, and of course there's things in between that, you know, I'm, I'm, Please do not take that as step one, two, and three. But it's just more <laughs> or less, I'm just kind of speaking in like a general sense, of course. Right. And I think you too also have to evaluate, too, like going back to our last episode, like your values and yeah. what you value in a relationship. And it sounds like Kim had gotten to a place where in her growth as an adult, as a woman, as a wife, as a mother, like her values have changed, yeah. um, and again, assuming because mm-hmm. Kanye doesn't—he's not that public. Right. Assuming that Kanye's values probably have not changed, right? Could be. Relationship-wise, um, because or they go two different directions, right? And um, I, again, assuming, yeah. right? Um, because a lot of us, that's all we can do because they only give us snippets of their life. Yeah. Um, and the Kardashians show us a lot, but it's, it's still a snippet of everything. And I know some, one of the things I was seeing in the comments were, um, like they were so glad Kanye was done with her and all this stuff. And I was thinking like, Kim really wrote for Kanye, like, through um, his diagnosis when people were saying things about his mental mental illness or his mental health. Um, She, like, really took up for her man. She was traveling around with these gospel, with the Sunday services. And, you know, she really wrote for Kanye, and they built a life together. And it kind of sucks. It sucked. To see people reveling in her misery, yeah, um, and saying things like, "Well, maybe it's her. It's her third marriage, and different things like that." But the thing is, it could be her, and she could be in a different place. Yeah, and it could be her in a positive way. Yeah, saying, "Okay, this 
doesn't serve me. Yeah. Right? Um, and it sucks. And she already said she felt like an embarrassment and a failure. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like, again, you let the world into your life. That's what happens. Yeah. Um, but I think to one of one of our points, not sure who made it. Sure. Um, <laughs> um your values change mm-hmm. as you get older. And like yeah. you just said, their values could have went into different. different directions and kind of thinking like um, Kim was supposed to be like Kanye's dream girl yeah. and the one he wanted. And even still for Kim Kardashian, um, he couldn't show up for her in that way Mm -hmm. and they couldn't work it out and she's supposed to be like one of the most supposedly in some people's standards beauty standards um one of the most most beautiful women in the world yeah and she couldn't get she's not fulfilled in her relationship right is it fair to say that just because you have a dream about something is that supposed to last forever no, because we all grow every day. We change every day. Yeah. So me being your dream girl today doesn't mean I'm going to be your dream girl tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to be a different person tomorrow than I was today yeah. or on the day you married me. I can, I would push to say that it's possible that they fulfill what they could with each other. Mm, yeah. And then that, this is just where the bug stops and it's okay for that to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then for you to get something out of it. And many people leave a divorce with not being able to assess and take a look at themselves or what is it that they're needing. Um, she doesn't have to express as what it is that she took away that might be something for her to do better because I think that that can be a thing as well. Right. There are two people in a marriage, two to three or whomever, whatever, but in this instance... There's two people in a marriage. Everybody has a participating role and has a need to be met. Um, So, and if they want to do that, like Mm -hmm. I can choose, like I actually no longer want to be your dream girl because I I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be perfect every day. One, two, three, (laughs) insert, you know, one, two, three. I noticed like I went, I did go on a binge of the Kim Kardashian, of the the Kardashian (laughs) show and I actually enjoyed it. I stopped um, when I was younger, because it just became annoying um, to watch um, and to hear about how people kind of talked about it. I think that was probably part of mm-hmm. it, too. But you could tell the growth in all of those ladies in one way or another. And so growth can go either way, because we all know that we're all human. Um, but I could see change within Kim. There are some things that are that were still there that people might look down on. Mm-hmm. But I think also there was... Um, maybe she got more comfortable sharing the things people might identify as substance right. with the world too. Um, Kim by far is not an unintelligent person, and I don't even know if unintelligent is a word. I think it is. Okay, she is a smart cookie. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's she doing her free time? Don't make me money. No, nothing she does make me money. I wish it did. Let's be clear, <laughs> but. You know, it's okay for you to know what you need, and it's important that you do know that. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think we can wrap that right there and give some homework on that. What Um, would you say? What's the homework? I would say the homework is 
to kind of look within yourself and your own values, we'll just stick with some more value stuff um, and what you value in your relationships. Um, and if you're getting that mm-hmm. from those, and that could be roman- romantic, platonic, familial, professional relationships, um, and seeing if those things, the things you, if the things you do value are all high value, big things, that's fine too. But if you value those smaller moments, those smaller moments of happiness and connections and different things like that, um, reflecting on if you are getting that mm-hmm. from those relationships and to put it into action, as Amy says, if you aren't getting those things, I challenge you to speak up about what you want and what you need um, from those relationships. And if we can be quite clear, y'all, I'm a stickler about writing things down. My clients will, they know that I will have them do that in a quick hot minute. I mean, I know everybody does not subscribe to writing things down, but clarity is important. And just having an idea of what your values are swimming around in your head does not mean that you will, you will put those things into action. Mm-hmm. Like write it down and take a look at it and really look look at it literally um tuck it away somewhere because you need to be clear on what it is that you need and want that is your responsibility no one else is it doesn't matter if anyone has an opinion or not but you live this life so be clear on the things that you want for yourself um it's super important so just kind of take the time that can be a few moments you can always come back to it and revise or whatever but you know, that's what we have for you. Yeah, write it down and make it plain like the Bible said. Yeah. <laughs> it's the shortest book in the Bible, too, so it's a really it quick is. read. Um, but it, it's it's very true. Write it down, make it plain, make it clear what it is. All right, y'all, let's get into the clip for the week. Keeping along with our insecure goodbye. Yes. So today, um, we are talking about the episode where Molly and Andrew break up. From season four? Yes, from season four. Um, we all know ooh, they were a big topic last mm-hmm. season. Um, Asian boyfriend. Molly doing all her growth and whatnot. So yeah. yeah, let's get into the clip. I don't know. What if we're just not a good match? No, that, that's not it. I mean, neither one of us have gotten this far with somebody before. I mean, that has to mean something. I don't think it should be this hard. So what? We put in all that time for nothing? You just want to give up? Listen, I know, I know, I know that it's been hard, but we can work at it. I want to work at this. I mean, whatever we got to do, we got to go to therapy. I'll be more open. I'll share more. I, I can be better. I mean, What I, are you fighting for right now? Forget about this time. Forget about everything. Is this what you really want, Molly? Dr. Amanda is writing notes. <laughs> she, she's writing notes. Amy is typing notes. Because she left but her you notebook. got notes, notes. Go I got ahead. three points. <laughs> you had like five on the Come on, one. Alphabet Soup. Let's go. Okay. 
So, <laughs> the part that always sticks out to me on this scene, and it always it kind of breaks my heart, but it's like, dang, is when Andrew says, "What, what are you even fine. fighting for?" Okay. Is this a hypothetical question? Should I answer? Right. (laughs) I was like, I remember watching this episode and just being like, dang, like, honestly, what? What? Because. How'd you, if I might. Go ahead. how How did you interpret that question? What did you, what are you taking in that he's asking her? So if I remember correctly. Correctly, because it's been correctly. Correctly. Okay, sorry guys. Um, Not really. Because I haven't watched in a while. Yeah. But if I remember correctly, it was just a lot Mm -hmm. going on this season with their relationship. Um, And in some instances, Molly was right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And her working on opening up more focusing more on herself and building Mm -hmm. with Andrew but it was rough Mm -hmm. it was really rough um and when he was like forget about the time forget about all of that like I really want you to think about what are you fighting for like why do you want to stay together Mm -hmm. what purpose would that serve you Mm -hmm. right because I'm already in a place where I'm not willing to fight for this, mm-hmm. right? So where are you coming from where you are willing to fight for this, like to go to therapy and to really, in a sense, change yourself so much mm-hmm. to make this work all because this is the furthest that either one of us have gotten. Mm-hmm. Okay. I appreciate that. I just kind of wanted to ask, because, I mean, that is a hitter question, too, because even when you hear someone say, um, I've invested so much time here, and I mm-hmm. wrote in my little note. She was taking notes, too. I, I was taking notes, too, but she was in that notepad. Um, <laughs> just because you've invested time doesn't mean that you need to be there. You need to uproot and move Mm, on um because i think that we equate time invested as in we need to stay here and be here to cause more chaos in each other's lives and and maybe that kind of leans towards his question of what are you fighting for to spend more time in conflict or in disagreement or um misalignment Mm -hmm. like what are we fighting for or what are you fighting for so I thought that that was a, it definitely is a hitter question, but it's one that with self-reflection, you, you might need to answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might need to answer. Like, I'm pretty sure most people would sit on their couch like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I'm trying to remember the episode before this, because they got in, something happened at the house. And I remember. Was and, it her talking about Issa? Yeah, her talking about Issa, and it's just all, it was. And the lot. brother had happened where he where she just up and mm-hmm. no 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 they she she they were invited somewhere, and brother was going to be there, and she was like I ain't gonna be I ain't gonna be able to make it or something. something right, like she didn't want to get she didn't want to give the brother another chance after yeah. what happened on vacation, and then the Issa thing, um, and I think Andrew had kind of just. 
somebody come get y'all <laughs> she here being silly but i think andrew had kind of checked out at that point yeah right and then her and Issa had that big old blow up mm-hmm. at the block party yeah and it was just it Ooh. was Ooh, we yeah. should do it. We had to do a bonus episode <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> to talk about that scene. But also, when he was, he was. What I appreciated in this scene was how upfront Andrew was. Yeah, he didn't beat around the bush. Yeah. And he got straight to the point. Like, I don't think we are a good match. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think we're a good match, and this shouldn't be this hard, right? And relationships are hard work. Yeah. Right? So we can't negate that because you're not going to like your partner every single day. This is true. Right? So they are hard work, but... I presume. (laughs) (sighs) So you have to continue to work toward... (laughs) Been a little... You got to continue working towards a goal, a goal and an idea. And I think that they kept missing yes. the same goal yeah. and idea of how to of how to get there, how quickly we need to get there, how important it is. I agree. I agree with you. Right. Like, I'm just fucking around back here. So but either yeah. way, but I'm but I'm in agreement with that because. Um, I mean. I, don't know, I just feel like it was kind of clear that there was effort put in there, mm-hmm. and that's oh, and that's good because I think the time you invested is still good. You are going to get something out of that because you had to grow either way to even fight for where you were doing, um, and so that can't be a race. You can pick that up and take it with you if you want to. Um, so yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, what else did I put? I think Molly grew a lot mm-hmm. during this season four. I know, because we talked about her and Issa a lot during our quarantine yeah. uh, little show. Um, but, so it's like, I think you take something away from every relationship. Like, you grow as a person, everything else. So, mm-hmm. what other notes mm-hmm. do you have? All right. Got some <laughs> notes. Got some notes. I would only add one other thing to this is that self-reflection is important. You have to be able to make a decision for yourself about where you see yourself going in relationships. Um, And if it's not meeting that need, maybe value is just the theme of the last couple of episodes, but like really knowing what you need is important. What you want is important. Um, Putting in the time to really see if a partner can meet that need. I think that's good and that's important too. But not too much time to waste when it's clear that, hey, I don't feel good in this position. And I think one thing that I mentioned when we were doing the quarantine episodes were, um, and that was on our Instagram live, was that... uh, This happens in the therapy room too. Just give me a second. Took for it to come back. Oh man. Okay, so we're just gonna move. All right, yeah. <laughs> 
okay, 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 okay. Got it, girl. <sighs> All right. So part of that, uh, I think what I was going to say is that, um, oh, you don't have to. Sometimes we can't wait on a person to get that thing that we need. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to be more patient. And I understand that you're working on it. But for where I am, I know that patience is important for my partner to already possess. And patience, and I, and I say patience, and patience is something that's always being stretched and growing. But I, there's a certain level of patience that I need my partner to possess for where I am. And for where I would see them, where I would want them to be. And you don't have that at this time. And I have to walk away from this thing. I know you're working on becoming a better person financially. But for where I'm standing in the, in the rich bitch energy that I already have, I need someone who... She got a lot of it, too. Uh, this is... Uh, listen, I'm just talking. <laughs> no, she not. No, but... <laughs> In that sense, like, for where I am, to invest more time into helping you get here, that's not what I want to allocate my time to. And I don't think Mm. that's selfish. I think it's awareness of where you are. There is someone out there for you. It doesn't mean that person is a bad person either. Um, So it's not to, like, slaughter their um, efforts. But it's to say, you know what, you do have room to grow. And maybe we are connecting just to be friends mm. or to associate with each other. But I don't think that we're a good fit for partners. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Just knowing where you are and knowing what you have the time to put up with. Yeah. Yeah, in a very positive way. Yeah. Knowing where you are and what you have time. Because a lot of us have already done this self-work. Before we date or yeah. while we're dating. So before we get into serious, committed, Both. you know, yeah, relationships. So we've already done the self-work. We've already worked on ourselves or we are continuing to work on ourselves. And if we're at that point in we're dating or in committed relationships with people who are just starting the work, you just have to, one, decide Am I going to ride it out while this person does the work and they grow? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to dip out mm-hmm. so I can better serve myself? So, yeah. Anything else on this topic? This day on that. All right. Well, that is it for this episode of The Sedated Therapist. I am Dr. Amanda Nicholson, and you can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Amanda Nicholson. And I am Amy Gaskin, and you can follow me at Amy Gaskin. Um, that's A-M-I-E, no Y. No S at the end of Gaskin either. All right. and next Common thing- mistakes made by okay. the society here. And you know what? Don't make them. All right, now, but for real. Okay. <laughs> and next week is our season finale, so make sure that you – Check it out and make sure you do your homework and evaluate what you value in your relationships and those moments that you value the most. We're going to have a special, special guest on our next episode. Okay. So make sure you're tuned in and we'll talk to y'all later, friends. Bye, friends. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.